A triple shot of Ethereum news leads the way, including an incredibly bullish outlook from one of the most influential people in the space, as it is time now. For the world of crypto news in 15 minutes or less, I'm veteran newsman Gavin Dawson, and welcome into the Crypto Daily News, available on YouTube podcast and on blockchain radio okay let's set the scene for you bitcoins at 32.3 slightly up btc dominance at 44.3 pretty dang flat the global total market cap of crypto sitting at 1.37 trillion that is up three percent over the last 24 and the crypto fear and greed index is at 23 moving on up okay who are the biggest winners of the day? Things have cooled considerably from Wednesday's big rally, but still several assets are in the green. Polkadot's up 8%, back over $13. Chainlink's over 16 bucks. They've made a 6% move to the upside. Stellar Lumen's doing the bull dance. Look at them go. Been a rough spring and summer for XLM outside of a couple of pumps, but they're sitting pretty right now, up 17% at $0.26. Cents. Ave's up 12%. Terra Luna up 16 Look at Axie and Infinity stacking dubs again, up 31% and now over $25. Okay, time now for the crypto news you can use. And as promised, we have three Ethereum stories leading the way. Real Vision CEO and former Goldman Sachs fund manager Raul Paul on the best crypto to buy right now. Quote, if you can only own one asset over the next 12 months, what would it be? It would be Ethereum because it's the least risky with the highest rewards. End quote. Yeah, get a little of that stability of Bitcoin with more upside like altcoins. That appears to be the sweet spot Ether is sitting in right now. He adds that the coming updates will decrease supply and increase the functionality of the network. And the move to proof of stake will make it more environmentally friendly, which is clearly important as we look for mainstream adoption and avoiding those energy fudders. Paul says it feels like we're in for the double pump, the 2013 repeat, where we had a big bull run, then a mini bear cycle, followed by a big rip to end the year. I'll drink to that, Raul. Okay, let's go. Uh, he, he also said Ether has become the number one asset in his portfolio, boosting his wallet to 55% Ethereum while reducing exposure to Bitcoin. BTC does make up 25%, the remaining 20% spread among other tokens. Paul also notes that 100% of his liquid assets are in crypto. Ethereum headline number two, Vitalik Buterin, founder at Ethereum, urging developers and the community to grow beyond decentralized finance. Yeah, during his keynote at the Ethereum community conference in Paris this week says, quote, moving beyond DeFi is not about being against DeFi. I actually think the most interesting Ethereum applications are going to combine elements of finance and non-finance, said Buterin. Maybe a few years from now, we'll have a lot of really exciting things that are just providing all kinds of very diverse and a real value to all kinds of people, not just within the Ethereum ecosystem, but also going far beyond it as well. He points to decentralized social media, identity verification and attestation, and retroactive public goods funding as three examples of what he's talking about. Okay. Even more Ethereum news, though, as uh, we get this one just in from Decrypt. Ethereum transition to ETH2 gets a formal improvement proposal. There it is. Brings us one step closer to ETH 2.0. Consensus researcher Mikhail Kalinin has created a pull request for EIP 3675. It's noted that this news doesn't mean this will happen right away, but it is an exciting formality that brings us closer to reality. In fact, it's expected that if this would happen, 
in 2021, everything would have to come together perfectly. The proposal will be discussed at Friday's core developers meeting. Danny Ryan, who's been coordinating ETH2 efforts, told Decrypt EIP 3675 is just one of many items to check off the list. Quote, we're ensuring that core specs are in place so that post London and Altair, the engineering process can move swiftly. Okay, we move swiftly as well here, and more news you can use. Next headline, J.P. Morgan giving its clients access to crypto. Business Insider with the report stating that advisors will not be actively giving advice to clients, uh, but if they ask for it, advisors will facilitate crypto deals. Retail wealth investors now have access to most of the Grayscale and Osprey Trust offerings. The Wall Street dump on Monday still has people talking. Scott Minard, Chairman and Chief Investment Officer at Guggenheim Investments. It seems like this dude's always hating on Bitcoin, but he, he says he, he sees a 15% crash by October on Wall Street, and he believes Bitcoin is coming down to 15K. We go back to Decrypt for this next story with the headline, Texas is the third state this week to target BlockFi's Bitcoin savings accounts. Yeah, New Jersey and Bama took action against BlockFi earlier this week, alleging securities laws violations. A notice was published by the Texas State Securities Board. State regulators have filed for a cease and desist against BlockFi and two of its subsidiaries. At issue, an investment product called the BlockFi Interest Account, which promises high returns in exchange for banked cryptocurrency such as Bitcoin. And at issue is an investment product called the BlockFi Interest Account, which promises high returns in exchange for banked cryptocurrency such as Bitcoin. Hate to see it. Some crypto crime news here for you. Ethereum developer Virgil Griffith back behind bars after violating bail by checking his Coinbase account. The judge was concerned that he's trying to access funds, which would make him a flight risk. He'll spend the next two months in jail waiting to be tried September 21st on charges of conspiracy to violate sanctions with North Korea. Faces up to 20 years in prison. Do not play with Uncle Sam and their sanctions. He allegedly accessed Coinbase to contact the exchange to request the removal of account security functions, reportedly stating, I'm going to need the uh, two-factor authentication removed as the uh, FBI took my devices away. He is accused of assisting North Korea's attempts to launder money using crypto to avoid U.S. sanctions after attending a blockchain conference in South Korea in April of 2019. A big surprise there. They did not uh, remove his two-factor authentication and did alert the FBI. Bitcoin ATMs or BTMs continue to see their popularity growing. You can buy Bitcoin directly onto your wallet or even get uh, cash for Bitcoin at some of the machines. The latest new Circle K is deploying them in their stores through a partnership with Bitcoin Depot. There are already over 700 machines installed. Latest story of an investor that does not have their private keys. This one a little different, though. Yuki and Art Williams purchased 3,000 Ethereum coins in 2014 during a presale offered by the Ethereum Foundation. They used Coinbase and one and a half uh, Bitcoin to make the purchase. They claim a password was created, but the very important JSON file, which acts as a private key to open a crypto wallet, never completely downloaded online. Quote, the instructions were to leave your computer on for an hour and a half as the progression bar showed it populating the JSON file would appear. Unfortunately for us, it did not appear, says Art Williams, who lives in the District of Columbia. Their next step is to take the Ethereum Foundation to international court, which is not cheap. 
but it is unknown at this time if the folks at Ethereum even have access to those files still seven years later. Neighborhood Watch, where we take a look at what top tubers and tweeters are saying in the space, pass it along to you as we find it interesting. And it's a follow-up story from last week where rapper Busta Rhymes revealed he was interested in the cryptos and was considering which ones to buy. We go to at Busta Rhymes. He says, after watching the Bitcoin conference with Jack and Elon and Kathy, I'm sold on Bitcoin. Officially holding BTC, I'm looking into ETH next. In another tweet, he explained that his biggest take from the discussion was Musk outlining the similarity between corporations and governments. In fact, the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX said the government is the biggest corporation of all and it's got a monopoly on violence. And it is insane if you look at how the message in Western society is violence does not solve problems and only ignorant people do violence, but the government itself does not believe that. And we just accept it as, as somehow okay. Whenever something is confusing like that, you follow the money news teamers. They want to be able to brutalize whoever is necessary to fuel the corporations that run the nation's economy while also discouraging any sort of revolt that could destabilize the nation. And the economy, what is good for the goose, is in fact not good for the gander if you let them tell it. Thanks for watching and listening to the Crypto Daily News, though. Until tomorrow, for the GD Crypto News team covering the world of crypto one Satoshi at a time, I'm Gavin Dawson at ease.